Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to the Empire Rolls podcast supported by Blue Collar Street Food. Well, it is not the most upbeat recording today. We have suffered a 3-2 defeat at St. Andrews last night. Birmingham City, I wouldn't say blowing us away, more of us combusting in the first 45 minutes. But to help me talk through it, I've been joined by Jacob Southcline. How are you doing, Jacob? Hello. I'm all right. It's um, it's the curse of the uh, the Sky Sports broadcast once again. It's, um, I don't know, you, you, you can you can tell that our problem this season has been individual mistakes and, and then some. I mean, that first half was like a fever dream. It was... It was awful. Yeah, it was just a, it was a mess all over the place. It never really got going. And thankfully, we didn't collapse into a horrible 6-0 defeat or anything. That would have been horrendous. But also to help you talk about it, I've been joined by Matt Lansley. Morning, Paul. Um, that's that's a great positive to take out of it, isn't it? At least we didn't combust into a 6-0 loss. That That is, <laughs> yeah. that is just Reading FC right there, isn't it? You just know it's not been good when the 6-0 defeat is like, well, we didn't get that bad. But we made three changes coming into the match. We had Loon come into the team. We had McIntyre and we had Saar. Now, Shane Long. Oh, we had Shane Long. We did have Big Shane. Big Shane. I Shane didn't notice Shane very much last night. I'll be no, honest, Jake. He was rubbish. <laughs> no, he was terrible. And, and it's especially embarrassing given that I spent the whole 30 minutes of the preview podcast this week talking him up. But we'll forget about that. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what happens isn't it it's football isn't it you know it's inevitable but yeah I want to come on to Loom and Saar a little bit later but let's talk about that first minute there Jacob that was a shambles was it offside um mm. did it really matter um at what point of drinking were you at at that stage <laughs> I mean because like I don't know where we were going in that evening it was just a really terrible start I barely got the telly on and um, I, yeah, it just it summed up our night and then some. The fact that I think the whole of the team um, and everyone viewing at home were so shocked to see a man with the name Bakuna on his shirt and wearing the number seven out on the on the right-hand flank, that by the time that Juninho Bakuna had swung the ball in and... Um, I think it was it was so, wasn't it, that did like this Pele-esque rainbow flick over his head directly into the path of Troy Deeney. It, it all just happened in, in such a blur that you're like, okay, all right. And uh, Deeney wasn't going to make a mistake from there. And he, he slopped it away with um, a plum, as they say. And uh, about the offside, I think 
I don't, I don't really want to overthink it because, you know, given that we were going to, it was going to get worse from there. I think if it was a one nil game, we we could talk about it and, you know, analyze it to such a degree that we like metamorph into uh, Peter Walton, which is a fate that nobody ever wants to suffer. Um, uh, sorry to the family of Peter Walton. Um, and um, yeah, I, I don't know. It was just, it was a classic Reading goal, really, in that it, it comes from an individual mistake and we just weren't switched on from minute one. And um, there's not a lot more to say than that. I mean, it, it, the, the, thing with, the thing with Loom, we're going to talk about him more, unfortunately, but he was singled out by Paul Ince in his press conference afterwards as having a good game. And genuinely, that first half that Loom played yesterday was as bad as I've seen from Loom. It was completely bizarre. I don't know if um, if um, Paul Ince has been taking lessons of Felko Paunovic in like divorcing himself from reality. But Loom had an absolute stinker, especially for the first half an hour. Um, but yeah, it, it was only um, it was only the first part of our collapse that that first goal because it, it was going to get much worse than that. Yeah, I'd. I have no idea what was going on with the Loom coming afterwards because I, I was totally confused by that. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, just thinking about it, my mind can't actually compute it. I've been sent off into some mystery world. Like I feel like I've gone into like strawberry fields. It's like, <laughs> I don't know what it is. I just can't work it out. LSD is happening right now. Don't do yeah. it, kid. It's not good. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, i got to say, though, we did have some opportunities after that. You didn't forced a pretty good save out of John Ruddy, even though Matt, who's with us, thought he'd retired about five years ago. But news oh, I, him, I, I I thought it was a relic of history. I couldn't quite believe it when I heard that he was actually a goalkeeper. I, I, I don't know what I was listening to during the game. Um, so, yeah, that, that clearly shows where my, my mind was much firmly more on my um, bacon and cheeseburger that I was eating um, during, during the first. I'd, 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 be, I'd barely sat down, like, like, like Jacob said, and tucked into my dinner before. I was still putting the, the, the vinegar on my chips when, when Deanie scored the first. Um, but, That's a but, lot yeah. of description about your um, uh, dinner there. <laughs> Anything else you Elite want to choice. give us any more later? Friday night. <laughs> Um, but but yeah, but I mean, Ruddy, I, I'm shocked that he's only just 36 as well. I, I, I can quite believe that. Um, what about the save? Uh, yeah, yeah, it was a good save. <laughs> it was a good save. <laughs> um, yeah, like, well, it's it's the especially the year done one it as well. He had a couple later on as well. I mean, Mate smashed one right down his muzzle, you know, which I mean, his muzzle. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I'm a big fan of that. Smash it right down his muzzle. (laughs) All all the words are coming out in this podcast. It's brilliant. Um, but 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 yeah, no, the one the one for the for the Edom chance was a smart save down to his right. I mean, Mm. he's still a good goalkeeper. He might be 36, but I mean, he he knows how to save. Well, Which I think it's, it's the only thing you need if, if you're goalkeeper, right? So. Go on, Jacob. I think on on that, I mean, we, we're constantly banging on, aren't we, about like having a good spine? You know, not not in like a biological sense, but in terms of like a, a football team. And and um, the the thing with Birmingham, I mean, I kind of got this sense when I was talking to lads over at Blues Focus, but they've recruited really well in the summer, and also they've just kind of got a good spine of of quality players. I mean, John Ruddy is still a great keeper at this level, and he made a couple of important saves last night. Um, I thought their midfield overall, we were talking about it before we hit record, but their midfield versus our midfield, because we set up in a similar shape. It really did just sort of, it was it was there in black and white, just how much better their midfield 
was than ours on the night. And yeah, it's it just they they outclassed us with their pressing game and were just on us. And um, and and I think the fact that Ruddy was making saves and that we didn't get an early goal just kind of set the tempo for the first half. I think they had a player in the midfield as well, Hannibal. Um, I think he's on loan from from United. I thought it was more yeah. of an attacking mid, um, midfielder, but I mean, he was playing box to box. I mean, he. I had a conversation with a mate who's a United fan after the game, and because I, I thought he was on loan from him, um, and and I said to him, it was just like just wherever the ball seemed to be, he seemed to be there, um, yeah. and it was kind of, I guess, a bit of a bit of a trait of a game that really. Well, um, as Pauline said after the game. Bloom was fantastic. So clearly our midfield was better. <laughs> I still can't get that around my head. I still need to let that I can't go. either. It's baffling. But moving on to the penalty from Saar diving in when he probably didn't need to. Uh, we've just got to hope this is a little bit of rustiness. So we all live in hope, don't we? But um, what did you think of it, Jacob? Do you think it was a penalty? Oh, I, I mean, we've seen him given, haven't we? And um, I think we can overanalyze and say, was the first goal offside? Was the second goal a penalty? I mean, it was it was a double whammy. And, it's, and the thing is, we've had those go in our favour in the past. And so it's, you know, it's it's six of one and half a dozen of the other. So I think, you know, with Sir, we've only seen him play twice this season, got, got a goal in, well, winning goal in one of those games. And I think the expectation for him has been set so high and he set his own bar so high that... He was always, from what we were hearing from Huddersfield fans, going to have moments like this where he goes from hero to zero. And I think very generously I'll say to him that it looked like the mistake a player would make if he was just coming back from injury. And realistically, given the state of the defence, he's probably been rushed back maybe a week or a game or two too early. And um, he was just a little off the pace for the penalty. He wasn't the only one, by the way. There were a couple of players last night where he thought to yourself, God, you are just having an off day. But um, there, was, there was never going to be any doubt that Deeney was going to score the penalty. Like It was such a good pen. I mean, Harry Kane should take notes, really. Uh, I, that's probably a little too soon of me to say. Sorry, that's I'll way, that's yeah. way <laughs> too soon, Come on, come on. He's got yes. his Dutch boots on there, hasn't yeah. he? Sorry, sorry. <laughs> can I? Can I? Can I? Can I just say that there wasn't any doubt in the in the penalty being given. That is a stonewall of penalties you're ever going to see. I mean, what what on earth Sarah's doing there, diving in? Yeah. I mean, he's 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 just completely wiped out Deeney. People say, oh, there's no contact there. Oh, there's no contact. I mean, he's gone to ground when, when there was literally like, like I, I can't even understand why he's going to ground there. I like, think the only it's... question mark is that Deeney sticks, sticks out a leg like they like players do tactically all the time. And so it was like the minute that Deeney knows that Sal's committed, he's like, OK, right, I'm just going to trail trail my leg there. And I think it is a pen, Matt. I agree with you. But I mean, it was stupid from Sal. It really was. I think I think any Reading fan that's trying to say that's not not a penalty, I think just needs to actually just have a look at what Sar's doing there. I mean, it's just, it's ludicrous from Sar, in my opinion. I mean, if that, if, if, if that's the other way, I mean, I'm saying what on earth is the defender doing there? I mean, it's the exact no, same the other way around. It's, it's, just, it's just, it's stupidity from it's Sar. Happened. It's happened. Uh, penalty was given. Striker does what any striker does. They try and make the contact look more than it was. Andy Johnson, if he's watching that at home, was stood up, applauded and saluted him, said, yes, that's how to do it, young man. Keep on going. You are fantastic at this game, and I respect that. Just to top it off, though, in the 36th minute, Mbenga, who has been very good for us in the last month or so, 
decided that he was going to do up his laces and completely distract himself from the game whilst it was going on, then miskicked the ball. Um, mm. Did he make any contact? I don't think he did. Maybe he did slightly. And just let Chong run through on goal. And Lumley, I never thought was going to save this. I mean, no. it's a one-on-one. It's a tough one, isn't it, Jacob? But it just killed off the game completely. Oh, absolutely. And and like it was absolutely inevitable that Mbengue was going to make a mistake like that. After he's he's been the talk of the town on Twitter for like the last like week about how we need to sign him to a new contract, which I still agree with. I think he is an absolute priority as far as extending him in January is concerned. But yeah, it was it was at this point, it, I mean, it is pantomime season and it was like comedy slapstick. I mean, the fact that he was doing up his laces. I mean, I, I know <laughs> we can laugh about it, but in the championship, you're not going to get a minute like that. And I know he hasn't played at this level before. I think we got him from like the second division of France or something, didn't we? But it's, um, yeah, it, it was it was another, you know, comedy era. And um, I didn't have any faith in Lumley saving it. The minute that Lumley came out, I was like, okay, right. Because as well, Chong is class. I mean, he, he proved his his credentials for Birmingham fans last season when he was on loan from United. There seems to be that United link that the Birmingham owners have got going on. And now he's there permanently. He's he's had a he's been ticking along all right this season. I was looking at his stats for the preview, and um, fair play to Zach from Blues Focus. He identified Chong as being a man that was going to make a difference on Friday night, and he did. Um, it was it was a really well taken goal. He had a good game all round. Chong. He was sort of playing up top with Deeney, which was a nice little setup for them because similar to us, you know, you've got the pacey man and then you've got the lumbering lump. Like <laughs> I suppose Deeney is Birmingham's Carol and Chong is like Birmingham's Mate. Um and you know it's 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 the classic like fast man, slow man routine and you know, three nil up at half time, I mean and Birmingham fans were laughing. It's interesting you bring up Yaku Mate because I actually thought he was by far best player actually last night. And he gave everything that he could during that game. Um, he had that one chance early on in the game, which you mentioned, Matt, when he hit it, hit it down the muzzle. <laughs> I've got I've got you saying it now as well. It's brilliant. <laughs> Paul's gone. Paul's, Paul's, Paul's gone. gone. He's completely gone. <laughs> Paul's having a fit. All right, Matt. So talk talk us through that mate chance when he it uh... was where, where where he punted it down the muscle. Yeah, <laughs> take a drink oh, every time Matt says a month. Oh dear. Yeah, I, I suppose it falls to me as the last surviving member of this podcast triumvirate to say that um, he was unlucky. Really, um, he, he's ever since he's come back from injuries, he's looked pretty sharp, and he was winning free kicks all night. But I don't know his, his finishing could could still could still do with a, a bit of work um, in avoiding the muzzle. Um, for those of you at home, you can't see this, but Matt and Paul are crying. They are wiping away salty, salty tears as um, as I speak. Uh, uh, I'm just, I'm, I'm filling time now. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, that was, um, sorry. I don't even want to mention that word because it's just too much. <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna have to cut that word out, I think, because otherwise it's gonna be yeah, no. <laughs> um yeah. <sighs> but the Where second half, you must have been thinking, oh, we could re-collapse here. That's one thing, is we kept it respectable, as Matt Mellenkin would say. There's a reference for the uh younger <laughs> listeners. But um, I think it was a kind of game when you think, oh, let's not have the Rotherham game when it's like four-nil and you think, oh, there's nothing good to take out of that at all. Mm. I do 
I'm really glad that we got it back to 3-2 and we talk about the goals, but it makes it a little bit better, Jacob, do you think, that we kind of like, we didn't fall away and have that absolutely horrific night? Because going into like the further games, it yeah. is good that we've showed that. We've seen so many times from Reading sides in the past, the, let alone going 3-0 down, the minute they go 1-0 down, they're like, okay, right, we're going to call this a night now. And it's about, not even about damage limitation, they just want to be home. And... You know, it, it was the way we found ourselves so far behind so early on was a shock. But then I think they they sort of weren't playing as badly as we have in some games this season. That's a strange thing. That's just, it's total championship, that, isn't it? The fact that I think even recently we've played worse than we have in that first half and we've gotten away with it, whereas we just didn't last night. And I think Paul Lintz, from what he was saying in his post-match, at halftime was just like, right, lads, You've had 600 running fans come in the cold. It is bloody freezing out there. And, you know, you just got to put in a performance for them. And to their credit, they, they did. I mean, I think, I don't know if they were surprised by how, like, tenacious and pressing Birmingham were in the first half, but they didn't embarrass themselves in the second. Uh, I think on another night, we might have nicked a point as improbable as, as that would have been. But, yeah, they, they just left themselves with too much to do. Yeah, I think, I think you can't you can't concede three. Is that that a um, Birmingham took advantage of all the chances they had? Respect to them, uh, we messed it up. They took them all, but we also kind of like if we just look at it from outside. What's more important is performance or points? Because last week, from we didn't play that well, but we won. Last night we played well. If you forget that we actually have to defend in a game, which is fine, but we lose. And it's five games, goals in the game. Which one do you want, Matt? I mean, it, it's kind of like, for me, I'd much rather have just result, result, result this season. That's all I'm worried about. Longer term, next season, you want a little bit of both. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we said it right from the start of the season, right? I mean, it's just about getting points to the board this season, you know. I mean, and this this team isn't going to be a team where you can concede three and expect to get something out of it, right? You know, it's just, it's not going to, it's not going to happen. So it was pretty much at half time you... You know, you pretty much thought that was that was pretty much it. You know, so it 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 didn't really didn't really do much on 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 that side of things. It's good, you know. We got a couple of goals back. I guess we can we can touch touch upon those goals. Really, you know, the it was good to see Zhao on the score sheet. Has to be mm. said, you know, because he's had a bit of a bit of a goal drought of late, hasn't he? I mean, he's probably elongated by by the World Cup, mm. but um, but it's good to see a nice. What are we even going to call this? Half yard? Not even half yard. Zero oh, yard. That's not a thing, is it? It was it's, such it's... a scramble. It was such a scramble of a goal. It it was. Um... But it goes down as a Lucas Shell goal. Yeah, on the line or I not? <laughs> right, you are right. I mean, I think for me, Jao coming on. I mean, it had as much to do with Long having an off game, but the fact that Jao got on the pitch when he did. But at the same time. He, when he did get on, he kind of looked like a player that realised he needs to play his way back into this team, which is something that Zhao hasn't ever really had to do for Reading. Like, when he's available, usually he starts. And the fact that he did have to start off the bench and make an impact was kind of credit to him. He did he did more running last night than I've seen him do. I know it's always the age-old thing of, oh, he doesn't run enough. I, that doesn't bother me so much because he gets goals, but except for recently. But... Um, yeah, I mean, he came on and he, I think both attacking changes made a real difference because I know we're talking about it as if it's Zhao's goal, but Carroll really made the goal as well. Like he, The way he touched it down and created 
confusion and carnage in the Birmingham box. Um, Carroll made as much of an impact as, as Lucas did last night. Yeah, which is, I, I think maybe with Andy Carroll, he's got to be a sub, hasn't he? In most mm. games, I don't think we should be starting with him. I don't think we have a system. When he seems to start matches, we seem to really struggle to work out how to play. Yeah. We seem to get stuck in between two worlds of playing with him. And it doesn't really work. Um, I'm not saying with Lucas Jow, we're suddenly going to win 10 games on the trot because we're not going to do that. Mm. I can't see that at all. I'd love to be wrong. But we do get a second goal from uh, Tom Ince. Uh, good strike, a little bit of a deflection there, Matt. But if you don't shoot, you don't score. A little bit too late, but still nice. Yeah, I mean, I think, was it 90, 94th minute, I think you said? I think before the podcast, it was, you know, it's... I mean, at that, that time, it is that's the epitome of consolation goal. But I mean, it's good running from Ince. And I think, to be to be honest, on the whole yesterday, I think Ince, you know, he was he was really positive all through the game, which was which was good to see, you know, again, I mean, normally when, when Ince plays well, you know, Reading, Reading are playing well, but I mean, it, it's, 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 it's a nice little run and, you know, Ince on his left foot, you know what you're going to get. I mean, deflection or not, it's a, it's, it's, it's a nice strike, bottom corner, you know, it's may, may, maybe paints the game a bit, bit unlike it was maybe some people might say, but, you know, at least it's kept the goal difference closer at the end of the day. I don't think there was a massive gap in between both the teams from my source. So I don't feel it's if, you know, 3-2, I don't think it's a completely unrealistic scoreline. I'm sure if you're a Birmingham fan, you probably disagree with that. But it kind of felt apt to me that in the last minute, we couldn't get a cross in. Loom, who was clearly the best player on the pitch, couldn't <laughs> get a cross into the box. And you think in that last minute, maybe nothing had come from it, but you just want that moment, don't you, for that ball floating in. Mm. And it also was like appropriate that Troy Deeney wins a cheap free kick in the last minute. I mean, he's a master at it. Respect him for doing it. Mm. And it killed the game off, obviously. But a night of frustration, what could have been, what might have been, but... I don't think it's one we should be too downbeat about, really, Jacob. I, I think, weirdly, that it, it it's the kind of like reality check result that I think springs up like fewer questions about the game itself, because I think it was basically just a collection of goals which were individual errors and like deflected goals and scrappy goals and mm-hmm. and you know that one team being in the ascendancy and you know yada yada yada. I think more for me is the questions it poses going forward because. I would argue that all of the subs that Ince made last night, and I know Ince has been criticised for his substitutions in the past, every single sub that he made arguably is in contention to start the next game. Because, I mean, I'm looking at them now. I think Guinness Walker did much more than Baba when he came on. Um, he was just he, so much more direct. He always and, does, though, to be fair. Yeah, and, and I think Guinness Walker should be starting. I think Zhao obviously got his goal and you know made an impact when he came on. I thought Junior Hoyler who I know has been away with Canada and, you know, wasn't really on completely the same wavelength when he came. I think Hoylett still added something. And I think the biggest question for me, because we, we know that the midfield's a problem. It has been all season. I mean, the, the midfield, like, mix isn't quite there. I mean, Hendrick still, for me, is a bit of a passenger. Didn't like that he didn't really close down, um, close down Bakuna for the first goal of the cross he put in. But for me, the, the real question mark is up top now because... It, it seems to me that Long, who had such a good impact against Coventry when he came on, 
and a player that everyone was saying, okay, we should try and maybe start Long in this one. It seems like his kind of game. Long didn't have the same impact, but then Carroll did when he came on. And it seems like in Long and Carroll, we've got two strikers that are at their best when they only play part of a game. And, and it's... They're, they're... And it's they're falling really? into the Adam Lafondra syndrome. Both they are, them. yeah, like, but like far beyond their years. Goals. Yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 indeed. And and it's it's strange. Like whenever I need to kill time on a preview, here we go. This is a look behind the curtain. I always end up asking um, whoever we've got on about the striker conundrum because it seems to me that we still haven't got that mix yet. And like Ince has started so many combinations of of players up top. And I know that he's been like suggesting that when everyone's fit, he might well change the formation to only play the one up top. And, you know, then obviously that might suit like a target man striker a bit more. But it, it is weird to me the fact that the strikers who are playing better for us at the moment are the ones that come on off the bench. And um, I don't really know what the solution to that is. Um, but yeah, it was just something that I sort of picked out last night and thought to myself, oh, yeah, like when, when our veteran strikers start, they don't really seem to do it no i think that's the problem jacob i don't think there is an answer because ultimately i don't think they all fit together i, I think what we've got is a kind of like a mishmash of players which is what we end up because of the embargo we've yeah. had to kind of like see what we can get through with what we can manage and i do think i don't know this but i do feel that some of the players are playing who are alone because they have to and not necessarily because they should be sometimes it's because yeah. of the situation we were in to reassure the teams that we were signing from that we had to play them in a certain amount of games that yeah. that's the feeling the situation that we were in but i'm going to wrap this up now because otherwise <laughs> we're just going to go round and round in circles yeah we basically lost we haven't done too bad life isn't too bad with reading fc we got 32 points we would have all taken that at the start of the season i'm just trying to let's see yeah i i don't too bad so let's see where we are and uh we might be back with a little podcast during the week if not happy christmas and thank you for listening we really appreciate it and uh yeah up the fucking ding that's up the fucking ding <laughs>